Hey y'all, what is up? And welcome back to the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast with me, Annalise. Of course, before we get into today's episode, I would like to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors. And the sponsor for today's episode is Wall Guards. You know when you open a door and you don't have the little doorstop thing that goes and then you hit the door handle into the wall and then it pierces a little bit of a knock in the drywall and then over time you get an entire door handle shaped hole in your wall. Well, instead of doing that, try getting a wall guard. There's tons of different kinds. They're typically circular and plastic. They've got a little adhesive on the back to protect your wall from having a freaking door handle go through the entire wall. And instead of you know, potentially having that hole and then covering it up with multiple layers of duct tape and then multiple layers of paint, you could have just tried a wall guard. Find a wall guard where you find home improvement things. Wall guards. They're like a dollar. Come on, people. Thank you so much for the sponsor of today's episode, wall guards. I actually was using um, like eight of them on my house today because I moved. We're going to get into that because that's what this whole entire episode is about. Yeah. Already off on a on a good note. Um, I feel like this is loud. Hold on, I'm gonna check the levels. Give me one second. Okay, so I like finagled with things. So if if things sound slightly different, sorry. I'm still trying to figure this out because I fixed. I know I talked about this already, but like I fixed the audio thing, and then I'm concerned that it doesn't sound good because I always get really pissed off when people's audio on their podcast is like really off. So I think I mentioned about how I listen to two different podcasts who clearly do their audio mixing different because one, I have to have my volume turned up all the way to listen to it in the car and the other one, I only have to be turned up halfway. And I like the halfway point and that's what I'm trying to achieve here. So I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, so wall guards, I moved, right? And so the people who lived here in the office, and I'm assuming it was rather recent, but who knows, the people who lived here before us were only here for seven months. Um, but they, not somebody, knocked a whole fucking hole through the wall. Oh, they even say that too. They go, patches existing doorknob holes. Hmm. That, I mean, that's an option. This is a this is just some brand I found at Walmart, but um, I don't know if I would use it as a patch. I would definitely patch it and then put this over it. But anyway, your own prerogative. But these people had the freaking audacity to use duct tape, duct tape, duct tape, whatever, on the freaking hole in the wall. So it was just like a cross of duct tape, patching a giant ass gap in the wall, literally bigger than a doorknob because it looked like it had gone through multiple times and they and they kept like doing that before they fixed it. I don't know very problematic. So if you have doors in your house, <laughs> and even if you have stops, honestly, because sometimes the door stops, like the little like thing against the wall, like sometimes they get screwed up. So definitely recommend them. These ones are like a buck 50 from or a buck 80 from Walmart. Um, anyway, hi, hello. This is the per- Oh my god, I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm not on my game. And I can tell you why the sun is out. I rarely record during the day. Podcast time for me, like witching hour, is like 10 p.m. Well, I try not to make it 10 p.m. because then I'm up late, but like 9 p.m. And it is currently 12.43 in the afternoon on a Tuesday? Pardon? So that's one thing. Two, um, I don't have a straw for my water, so you're going to hear gulping sounds. So let's all just screw the straw and let's just do some water drinking. Mm. The freaking that sound is just probably not great for the ears, but yeah, I'm I'm in a new house and I moved 
during a pandemic. I know, super good idea. I love that for me. I'm really excited about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, it's a, it's definitely like a, it's a good situation, but it came from a bad situation. And I was kind of, so I've been like sort of vlogging this journey a little bit. Um, and just kind of like I thought it would be interesting. I personally like watching people who do moving vlogs, but I don't know how they do it. Cause like, especially when you're having people help you move who don't necessarily do on camera things or know that you vlog or whatever, or like are comfortable with that. It's weird to pull out the camera, but then also when uh, you're trying to move things in a short amount of time because there's like wildfires and the air um, feels like fire to breathe. Uh, you don't really want to stop because that's the thing too is when you're vlogging you're not doing anything like I mean you can be but like when it comes to moving I can't be moving a box with a camera in my hand so I didn't vlog pretty much any of the the bulk of the moving process that happened and I'll get to that but I was kind of like thinking it would be something interesting to I don't know I mean maybe it's just interesting for me to share and like kind of talk about at length I, I guess and I thought about doing a video about it but I was like it doesn't seem like an interesting video but this might be an interesting story for somebody to listen to while they're on a walk or on a long drive and um and yeah so that's why I decided to make this episode dedicated to this because I kind of just wanted a place to share the whole story now I'm gonna say right now I apologize for the sound of the air conditioning and I think I'm hearing, it's not my computer, definitely is the air conditioning through my headphones. And I don't know if you guys are hearing it. Like I said, this whole situation, I'm just, I am trying to make it sound high quality and I don't know if I'm succeeding. I don't think I am. <gasps> Could I put that on that tripod? I have this tiny little newer or newer tripod that I bought for like my monitor and my light and it just has a regular screw on it, but this might be thicker. Anyway, not important. Oh wait, but then, okay, not important, not important, Annalise, stay on track. Um, so where do I begin? Um, yeah, so I moved. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe, um, like, and comment, and rate all things. Um, no, okay, so um, I, so let, let's, let's go back to the beginning. When my mom and I came back from Texas, that's going to be a journey. Um, the first place that we moved into that was not living with people because we were roommates with people and then we were homeless and then we were living on couches and whatever um, was the house that we are moving out of right now. We've been in there for 10 years and it's crazy to think that it was oh, just over 10 years ago that I lived in Texas, um, which I lived in Texas if you didn't know that. And I that's definitely a story time video I want to do because that is a... Uh, that is a story in itself, and I think it would be, yeah, I definitely want to do that in a video, but anyway, so lived there, came back to California, came back to the same town, essentially, that I was from, and we found this place. It's It was a duplex, and it was just kind of like the only place we could find that was renting that would accept a daycare, because also, if you don't know, my mom runs an in-home daycare and has done so for the past 23 years 23 plus years 22 plus years um from our home and we needed a place like that's that's the career that she's had besides when we lived in texas she worked as a lunch lady she worked as a um daycare provider of the or uh, working in the daycare of the school district so like the daycare that all the professors and or not professors teachers and stuff went to for the school district um but otherwise she's a daycare provider and so she tried starting that business back up when we got back to california and luckily it worked and all that stuff and we found this place 
And so it was a two bedroom duplex. It was, you know, I had beds in my room and my mom had beds in her room for the kids when they were taking their naps or they slept in the playroom and whatever. And we had this single gal who lived next to us. She was kind of like in her forties or whatever. And we always told her like, hey, if you ever plan on moving out, let us know because we would like to try to rent that side too because it was a one bedroom practically like a studio <laughs> like it was so small um but i mean it's actually pretty a good size i take that back um but it was a one bedroom apartment had a, ba- a bathroom kitchen whatever living room and the thing that sucked about living on just the one side of the duplex is our whole house was overtaken by the daycare which is kind of how it's always been why does it sound different did i just something happened okay, whatever. Um, I thought I started hearing myself a lot differently. I was like, what the hell? Um, but we, you know, we didn't have a living room. We couldn't put up a Christmas tree because that meant that the kids could get to it. Like we had no personal decorations. It was just all stuff for the kids. And so she ended up moving out and she let us know. She gave us a heads up. So we talked to our landlord about it and we were able to rent that side. And that side kind of turned into my apartment, which was something that I'm still like super grateful for after all these years and I think we lived there for maybe I want to say a year or two and then we got that side and so there was one bedroom over there so I took over that bedroom because my mom had to technically live on the side because they were technically two different addresses and so my mom had to live on the side where the daycare was just because that's how the in-home daycare licensing nonsense works and so she stayed in the um, bedroom there the bedroom that I had got turned into like the kids room and then um I went into the only bedroom on the other side and then we had a living room now and so we ended up you'll see this in the vlog that I'm doing because I'm definitely going to upload it even though it's not like a crazy moving vlog but I am showing kind of before and afters and doing a little bit of like a house tour of the old place and I think I am going to just upload an empty house tour um because I think it'll be something cool to look back on and also kind of cool to share like this is my weird house that I've lived in for the last 10 years but we ended up knocking a hole in the wall because on purpose, this was not an accident, um, because the hallway closet or the living room closet, if you will, of my side lined up perfectly next to my mom's bedroom closet. And except obviously the doors were facing opposite ways. And so what we did was knocked a hole on the side where they touched and it kind of became like our hallway. And so, um, it like looks like Narnia. It's like you go into the closet and you can come back with a, you know, a baby or, or a vacuum or whatever, you know, it's just funny stuff. And so, um, that's how we live. So we lived in a, in theory, three bedroom, two bath house, but then it also had two kitchens and two living rooms, (laughs) you know, super normal, casual stuff. And so pretty much like that was one thing that was super cool is I think, I want to say I moved in there my sophomore year or junior year. But yeah, like half of high school, I lived in a one-bedroom apartment pretty much. I had my own kitchen. You know, I've always, ever since I learned to drive, it was kind of my job to do grocery shopping, like except obviously when I left, but like I always did the grocery shopping because my mom was working. And so I would just go and do that for her. I would do all the running around. I would do all that stuff. So I had my own set of pots and pans. I had my own microwave. I had my own like groceries on my side. And uh, it was nice because if, you know, I ran out of ketchup, I could just go to my mom, my neighbor and see if she had ketchup, you know? So that's kind of how I'd been living. So when I moved to college, it was actually like 
a super simple process because they don't give you any like utensils or anything at the place where I moved into and I already had pots and pans and dishes and uh you know the utensils and all that crap so I've had the experience of quote-unquote living on my own the only difference was that the laundry room was on my mom's side and she definitely helps with my laundry does my laundry sometimes too she just goes do you have anything to do and we kind of mix it all together so it's more of like hey I've got stuff in the laundry when we throw it in or vice versa um but yeah so so that's like the house I've been living in and we've been renting from this guy and I'm gonna kind of like I don't know I just I, I <laughs> I've said this before on the podcast and I know not a lot of people listen. Like, if I were to go, let's see if SoundCloud will tell me. Okay, I just looked into it, and I also don't entirely understand Spotify, not Spotify, SoundCloud analytics, but according to this, like, my last episode was, has 18 listens or plays my, like, I have, like, you know, 79, 38, 44, 74. Like, on average, I normally get around 70, and then the last, like, couple of episodes of not been as high but that's fine but anyway so um I know not nearly as many people listen to my podcast as they uh watch my videos and so I'm kind of like not as afraid to be more candid on here because I'm I'm like oh hey like I, I don't think many people are gonna see it and who knows a lot of people might hear this one day like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The podcast might blow up and people want to go back and listen to old episodes we can only you know knock on wood we can only hope right but um yeah so our landlord uh from the old house uh doesn't live in the state he's got i think he has a couple different properties whatever older guy and essentially like long story short his wife who's like 20 years younger than him um just doesn't want to own property anymore but she doesn't have any involvement with the property like if we have any issues which we never called about because we're good tenants and we just figured out ourselves um we would call our landlord like he was the landlord not his wife she never dealt with anything literally the only reason why she knew we had the property is because or we that that she still owned a property or he still owned a property is because when our rent would come in every month I think she like it would go technically into her bank account or their joint bank account or something like that so she knew that money was coming in but otherwise like she didn't she had no like I don't know why she was so hell-bent on yeah, I don't want to own property anymore. So this whole saga, really, honestly, if we like date back to it, I want to say started like three or four years ago. And the first time it started was, I, th- I don't, it was almost like out of nowhere. It wasn't even like they were alluding to it. It's like out of nowhere, our landlord contacts my mom and goes, so listen, um, we are thinking of selling the place and listen we're only going to try to sell it to people who would want to keep you as renters and like if not like you'll have plenty of time to move and whatever and so my mom and I are automatically shitting bricks because things have changed since I was younger and it was very like most places were rented out by people who owned the property and it was super uncommon for a rental company to rent out a property and I remember we actually rented from a rental company. My mom said she would never do that again because we got so royally fucked by them. Like they essentially sold the house from under us. And so we were left with like a very short amount of time to move out and find a new place. And it was just, it was just a catastrophe. But anyway, and that kind of started a, um, a history of multiple moves and very, very bad luck when it comes to houses. But uh, that was a very, uh, it was very weird at the time. And that was when I was in eighth grade or sixth grade, something like that. 
and so oh yeah no I was in, I was in like sixth grade or anything so anyway it doesn't matter um so now it's very common for a place to be rented out by a rental company it's almost like that's what's that's the only thing that's available so uh knowing that we would have to go that one we, my mom's business is run out of our uh, out of our home so if we don't have a home that can run her business she doesn't have a job anymore so that's one very like scary factor but two being that we didn't want to rent from a rental company because we had been screwed over before and because people would probably have a harder time with daycare now mind you my mom has run a successful daycare that well i'm not saying like my mom's a daycare mogul it's you know paid our rent kind of thing um but she she has run this daycare she's run it well she's had a lot of good reviews and good people and she's in my unbiased opinion one of the best daycares that I've seen in Sacramento and I've actually gone to other daycares to kind of scope out the scene and good lord the ones that are expensive I'm sorry my mom does a lot better and that's that's speaking extremely as unbiased as I could be um which is hard when she's my mom but yeah no literally some places are an absolute trash heap and they charge so much and like we're over here barely try anyway not important so um I'm sorry I'm saying I'm a lot too my brain is just you know it'd be like that sometimes but where was I so yeah so we get this word that he's trying to sell whatever we're freaking out we have people coming over taking pictures of the house and we're just like uh okay I, I don't like I don't know I don't know what to do so then, uh, essentially, they try putting this house on the market. Nobody wants it because it's a house built in, like, the fucking 60s. And it's honestly a piece of garbage. And what they're asking for it is way more than anybody should pay for it. Because I would say, including all the upgrades that my mom and I did on that place, that house is worth, as a stretch, at a fucking stretch, $300,000. In all honesty, I would say I wouldn't pay more than two fifty for it, like two hundred fifty thousand for it. I mean, I'm not buying it because I don't got that kind of money. But nobody in their right mind should pay more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars for that house that they're selling as a house, even though it's a duplex. They built it as a duplex, but it's they built it as a house and then turned it into a duplex and whatever, yada yada. So, um, bearing that in mind, they're trying to sell it for like four hundred thousand, and there's so many problems with it. There's a lot of issues that they would have to work on in order to sell it for that price. Like it's just it's not going to happen. But anyway, so I think that was probably the factor, and they essentially ended up taking it off the market. And my mom and I were able to breathe again, but always kind of felt nervous about it. Then I don't I know it happened like once or twice before this time, but the big time that still makes me furious to this day is that in, I want to say like, I'm going to say like two or three years ago, um, we, one of our daycare parents, you know, walked in to drop off their kid. And I don't think people know that we rent. Like, I don't think that's something that, like my mom tells people that she's like, oh yeah, this is a rental house. Like we don't own this. You know what I mean? Because who really says that unless if they ask? So, and parents never ask about that because that's just an odd thing to ask instead of talking about the daycare. But anyway, so one of her parents walked in and just goes, oh, I didn't know you were planning on selling the place. Like, I didn't know you were selling. And I don't know why or how she knew our house was on the market. I don't know if she was looking. I don't know if somebody told her. Like, I don't know why she knew that. But um, we didn't know that. And so my mom just kind of goes, oh, yeah, you know, we just, you know, you know. 
and then uh, shitting bricks again because we just got told that our house was on the market and our landlord wasn't the one to tell us. So freaking out, my mom calls and then he's like, yeah, well, you know, they're definitely not going to sell it. And my wife just wants to sell the place, but like, it's not going to sell. Like, don't worry about it. Now, I don't remember how that panned out because it's been too many fucking times and it was also a while ago. But the most recent time that I can remember is when I was away at college, when I was at UC Irvine. And I did not know all this was going on, but apparently the house was on the market and um, they had a buyer and people had done walkthroughs. And in fall of 2018, our house was like, the house that we were living in was a few, like a week away from being sold. Like it, we thought it was gonna be sold or my mom thought it was gonna be sold. Uh, and this whole time she didn't tell me because she didn't wanna like stress me out while I was away at school. My first semester or quarter was very difficult and just sucked hot ass <laughs> to be completely frank. And I, it got better, it got a lot better, but Jesus Christ, it was so bad to start off with. And so I was real stressed, yada, yada, whatever. So I came home for the first time to see West Side Story at my old school. One of my uh, close friends was the lead and I just always wanted to see the shows that happened at my old school. So, and that was also an excuse to come home and see my mom. And I hadn't seen her in like two plus months, which was the longest time I had ever, ever, had ever been away from her. So, uh, I come home and then my mom just goes and essentially like breaks down and is like, listen, it's been a really stressful like month or so. And I didn't want to tell you about it because I want to stress you out, which <sighs> here's the thing. Speaking from somebody who has been told that in, in a couple different situations of, well, I didn't want to tell you and worry you, it's worse finding out later. So if you are ever in a position um, where it is, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say, like, every position, but for the most part, it is worse to find out later. Because yeah, I would have been stressed out, and she is not wrong about that. However, I felt so horrible like I felt so guilty I felt so horrible when she told me because it was the the month of experience that she went through I had in like all 30 seconds and it was just really concentrated and a lot and really frustrating and also I just felt really guilty that I wasn't there for her but at the same time it wasn't my fault because she didn't tell me so how would I know to be there for her and obviously I talked to her every day but she kept that secret from me and that's happened a couple times to me and I would just like to say stop doing that shit people please fucking stop. Uh, unless if it's like, hey, you were studying for the bar exam or you were going in for a big surgery or something like that. But it was just like my quarter at school, you know? So anyway, but I understand I, I'm not mad at her for that, but it was very, it was, it sucked. So anyway, uh, what had pretty much happened is the week, like two days before I flew in, like the, or like five days or something stupid like something super short a couple days before I flew in the people who were set to buy the house pulled out no rhyme or reason they didn't give an explanation I don't I don't know or at least we weren't told an explanation but they just said never mind we're not doing it oh god that was very loud um but yeah they just said okay not not gonna buy it never mind and so up until like a few days before I flew in, my mom was under the impression that our house was going to be sold in like the next couple of like week, week or two, and that we were gonna have to move out while I was away at college, because obviously I can't, and just all literally, my mom moving out of our house by herself because 
or I would have to drop out of school to help move out like just timing and all that stuff and we don't have family down here we have a lot of friends who are like family don't get me wrong and I and I'll get to you know those great people who would help us move in a minute because I had people help me move um but it's it's hard to be like yeah okay well she's just going to do this all on her own while still having to run a daycare that is not something that you can just take a day off from because then parents can leave and never come back because they find a different daycare um and then also she works from like five to seven every day so 12 14 15 hour days how the hell are you supposed to move a whole ass fucking house so that was really stressful and then I think it had I don't think it's happened since but anyway so today is August 25th that I'm recording this and hopefully it'll be the day that's uploaded and about um I want to say like in the middle of July I felt like because it was definitely after my birthday I think but yeah so like end middle of July my mom gets a phone call from our landlord again going yeah so my wife wants to sell the house and yada yada but like I definitely so we're gonna put it on the market but like we are or we're gonna work on selling it and like our land our real estate agent who we've known for the past four fucking years because they've tried selling this house for four years so he was like yeah he's gonna come over take pictures yada yada this that and the other um or not take pictures because obviously coronavirus but but yeah just get things ready but you know we're definitely not going to put it on the market before christmas and like you guys won't have to worry about going anywhere until the new year if that ever happens but like i don't think it's going to sell and like here's a couple of things one i don't trust that as far as i can throw it you said you weren't going to sell it and then we find out later that you put the house on the market without us knowing like there's just so many times where our trust has been broken of like this person has not proven that anything he says has any weight so there's that two his wife's a bitch I'm gonna say that now and if you're listening woman which I don't think you are you're a bitch and you suck and you're a shitty person because literally the amount of things that she has done like our landlord is great he's a delightful old man whatever he's got a few issues but he's a delightful old person who has been a great landlord to us his wife on the other hand oh god i hope she burns in hell she's a shitty person whatever so i was like not only do i not trust you because clearly your words have no weight but i don't trust your bitch of a wife because she's already we have um um i'm just gonna say that we got an email from uh somebody who wrote an email saying that it was addressed in from an email account that had his name in the email and it was written from him. However, it was 100% not him. And you know, the thing I have to say, as somebody who writes a lot of emails pretending to be another person and not pretending to be my mom. So having this daycare through my whole life, something that, um, you know, my mom started the daycare not to be a businesswoman. And I'm not saying I'm out here trying to be a businesswoman either. However, that is not my mom's forte. And it's because she's too nice of a person and that is where I've kind of had to learn a lot of things and um, write up a lot of things and and just you know while I was in school learning how to write well and all those things and so uh, I've written a lot of things for my mom's daycare I read a lot of the documents I am the co-signer and beneficiary on everything Um, like essentially it I run this business with my mom, but I run the clerical side of things. Um, and I mean, she does the QuickBooks and stuff. And that's not what I do. Um, but like anytime a letter has to be written, a notice has to be written, whatever. 
I'm the one writing it. I'm the one proofreading everything. So frequently, if my mom has a professional email or letter to write, she will have me write it for her and then she reads it and then sends it off as if she wrote it. But something that you have to know how to do if you have to write letters for people, and this is something I'm gonna say, um, also if you're somebody listening who maybe has an older parent who maybe they can't or don't know how to write emails and all that stuff or um, you just, you're in a position where you have to write emails, typing, for, sorry, my emails are coming through. Um, speaking of emails, huh? but you have to write in the voice of another person, or you have to write for another person, make sure you're writing in the voice of the other person and be aware of how they write when they are writing themselves. Because although I write a lot of emails and a lot of text messages and you know letters and notices or whatever for my mom, it's not like she doesn't do it. And so if my mom is mainly communicating with somebody through text and then she goes, oh, I need you to respond to this in a professional way or da da da, whatever, I can't just go write in my voice because I'm not stupid. I would clock that that's a different person texting me. So make sure if you're going to write for somebody or in this case, in what my mom and I firmly believe is not necessarily hacking because it's his wife, but posing as somebody else without their permission, um, be smart about it. Don't be stupid. If you're going to be a crook or you're going to be whatever you want to call it, it's not her being a crook, but, but what she said was pretty shitty. But anyway, um, don't be dumb. Like, if you're going to be sneaky, be good at it. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of like if you're going to rob a bank, don't walk in without a mask and like, don't walk in with a name tag that says, hi, my name is Earl. Like, you know, like, be a good thief. Be a good criminal. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just stupid. So if I, (laughs) the thing is, is people always joked about this with me, like how, like I had my own place and that gave me a lot of freedom it's like I got that because I was a trustworthy you know quote-unquote kid teenager whatever um I was responsible and I had access to my mother's signature and I 100% if there was something I wanted to get out of I definitely had the ability to write a letter and not forge her signature because I'm not good at forging but I had her signature on a computer I could have printed it on something written a fancy letter whatever sent it off to somebody I have all my mom's passwords to anything like if I really wanted to be like a shit kid like if I wanted to be that kid that like could write a fake letter or doctor's note or whatever I totally could but I didn't because I'm a good kid I was a good I was a good kid I'm a good person whatever um or I'd like to think so but so pretty much with with that just just a little PSA if you're gonna uh write somebody and pretend to be a different person be good at it so She wrote us this letter um, recently uh, that it was very obvious it wasn't our landlord. But anyway, that's besides the point. I just went on a little bit of a tangent there. So anyway, he says, yeah, we're going to put this house, whatever. So I can't trust his wife. Oh, that's where the tangent was inspired from is because I can't trust his wife. So even though he says, don't worry, we're not going to put the house on the market before Christmas. Well, you also said you weren't going to put it on the market at all. And then one day we found out from essentially like a daycare parent that it was on the market. So screw directly off so my mom once again uh we had a whole bunch of bricks for breakfast and we were shitting bricks (laughs) and freaking out so I don't normally do this but I uh posted on Facebook in kind of a panic because we were looking at places I was looking at properties my mom and I don't have the money or the credit to buy a house so we were looking at rentals you can't find anything that's not by a management company like it was just so and then also trying to find a place that would allow us to do the daycare. So, and, and that's the thing in the state of California, um, it's actually 
if you're a, re a realtor out there or a um, landlord, fun, good thing to know. The state of California, it is actually illegal to discriminate against um, uh, child care providers for being a reason like that you don't take them. So for instance, if let's say I found a place and I was going to do that, I, like we were going to move there. It's a wonderful house that we wanted to rent, perfect for us and everything was good, our credit was great, we were great applicants, whatever. And then if they said kind of like, okay, and what do you do for work? And my mom goes, yeah, we do a daycare and we're running it from the home. And then they couldn't, they can't go, oh no, we don't allow daycares. That's illegal in California. But um, it's hard to uh, not enforce that, I guess that's the right word. It's hard to claim that that's what people do because for instance, I mean, my mom actually called, like we were looking on Zillow, all these places, whatever. And one night she said she called a place or an afternoon and was asking the person and, and like was like, hi, okay, so I am looking to rent, see, see if this property is available. And he's like, okay, you know, um, who, I think it, I think the order went like he asked what my mom does for work or something like that. And my mom said she does a daycare. And then he goes, who, or is going to be living here and she goes my daughter and I and then he proceeded to just go fuck you how dare you fucking call me literally like it didn't even seem real I was like I want to call this guy back to get the same response because I it's not that I don't believe her because obviously I trust her but it seemed unreal and so he goes yeah she just uh, or she was my mom was saying yeah you just cursed me out for like a minute and then hung up on me and I was like what why okay but anyway so my point being is like let's say we applied somewhere and said yeah we did daycare and then applied, they could go, well, we don't want a daycare, but we're gonna say it's because of your credit, or we're gonna say it's because another application came in first, or we're gonna say it's because, yeah, you know, mainly the credit would be the thing, or like we called your references and they said bad things about you, which is not true. But anyway, so it's, it's hard to enforce that law. And so, yeah, so there's that, because people could just make up excuses to go around it in the same way that, um, yeah, so anyway, people are just bad people and they lie about things. So, um, oh yeah, so I posted on Facebook. I was trying to remember the, the, the timeline of this story. And I also want to, like, I mean, this is a, one of the biggest moves that my mom and I, this is the second, mm, I would say arguably either the second or the third biggest move we've made in our lives. The first biggest move was going to Texas and then coming back. Uh, I would say the biggest move was going to Texas. The second was coming back. The third was maybe moving from our first house to that house where they sold it under us. And then this would be the fourth. If you want to count the move to Texas and the move back, separate moves. Um, but yeah, so it, I want to kind of get this right because these are things that I think, I I don't know. I I think I've, I talked about this on the, I've, I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but something that I like about this is saying that, I can go back to this later and listen to it and go, oh, that's what happened in my life in 2020. And why did I move again? Ah, yes, that's what it is. Because for instance, when we made that move to that house with the rental property, or the, that's not the word, uh, we went to the rental property, but it was owned by a rental, what the hell is it? Property management company. Management company? Yeah. Rental management. You know what I mean. The is that the word? Has I have I been saying that this whole time? Management company? We're gonna say management company. Pretend I've just been saying it the whole time and didn't just have this weird questioning myself thing. Um, but when we moved there, 
I don't know if my mom remembers, but I can't remember why we moved. And the place that we were living before, we were in for like eight years and there was not a single reason we needed to move. It was purely because we, I, if I remember, if my memory serves me correct, we saw this house, it was a little bit bigger, it had its own dedicated like space that would be the quote unquote playroom so we could have our own house because we just hadn't for so long. Like our Christmas tree was in our bedroom or in my mom's office or something like that. Like we didn't have like a home, it was a daycare that we lived in, you know? And so I think that was the opportunity that we saw. We moved and then from there, it was like every either six months to a year and a half we were moving. And it was just, it was a disaster. But the, precisely for the reason that I don't really remember why we went. Um, and that's why I've always wanted to tell a video, tell a video, tell a story in a video about my move to Texas. Cause it was just literally like, it was, it was, it's a very pivotal thing of my life. Like, and maybe I'll just do a podcast episode. About it. I don't know. I, I think I'd rather do a video. It's just a story time type of deal. Story times are fun to me, especially when they're like interesting and not just like story time of when I got this really ugly dress. It's like story time about this literally huge pivotal thing in my fucking life. Like that's fascinating to me and hopefully it's fascinating to other people. But anyway, back to this current story time. So uh, yeah, I was talking about why I wanted to get all the information right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, post it to Facebook. So I posted to Facebook and I was like, hey, um, if anybody knows about a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house, uh, and I was being greedy with a two-bathroom, we would have gone with a one. But I was like, if anybody knows a at least three-bedroom, two-bathroom house that is for rent, preferably from a human and not from a rental company, please let me know. Then this person who I had met through one of my professors commented and said, who is this for? And then I messaged her and I said, it's for my mom and I, like essentially we're like potentially on the verge of getting kicked out of her house. Like it's, it's, it's cra- like it all was going really fast. And so um, she was like, okay, well I know a lot of people. So like, I'll keep my eye out for you. And mind you, I would say this woman is an acquaintance, hard to say friend, she's a Facebook friend, but I've met her a couple of times and I've talked to her very little, but I know her through theater and when you know people through theater, it's a little bit like um, a thicker bond. It's like blood is thicker than water kind of thing. It's more of like the, well, isn't it like the blood of the coven is thicker than the water of the womb? And it's like the blood of the theater is thicker than the water of the womb. And so uh, thing, t- connections tend to be a little bit uh, stronger, really co- close off the bat, especially when people come out of nowhere for like calling in favors and stuff within the theater. So um, that's kind of like how we met and Anyway, I was like, okay, this woman doesn't even really know me, but that's really nice for her to message me and, like, reach out and whatever. And she was asking me a whole bunch of questions of, like, what I was looking for, what the deal is. I was explaining to her whatever. And I was like, I'm just kind of – I'm I'm desperate because I would not post to Facebook if I wasn't desperate. So then literally – literally, I'm talking to her till like, 11 o'clock at night, just through a few Facebook messages back and forth. The next morning at, like, 9 a.m., I get a message from her of a screenshot from a Facebook friend of hers, who I don't know um, – saying that hey uh you know I found that I this house was given to me on a blessing because I was in a really tough spot and somebody shared it on their Facebook and then ended up being a perfect fit for me and now I've got something else that's bringing me somewhere else so I'm sharing this on Facebook to hopefully give that blessing back to people was essentially what she said and we're gonna take a pause for a drink right here because I'm getting thirsty I definitely drink more water when I drink it. Like every sip has more water in it when I go through the bottle because I just like chug it down. But with a straw, you can't take as much in at the same time. You know, fun water things. 
So anyway, this woman sends me this her friend's Facebook post saying like, you know, if you know anybody who's looking to rent, please holler at me. And so she sent it to me. She goes, how does this look? And she sent me some of the pictures that were on it. And I was like, uh, it's a house. So it looks great. But also it actually looked great. Like it had a lot of space. And that's kind of what we sort of need. We just needed enough space for me, my mom, and the daycare. And it was a three bedroom or it was a four, it was a four bedroom actually. It's a four bedroom. And I was like, holy shit, that's great. Like whatever. So this woman was on it. I go, that's cool. She goes, I can get you connected with her. And I go, that would be great. Five seconds later, a group chat starts with me, this friend of hers and this gal I know, and going, hi, this is Annalise. Um, her and her mom are lovely people and they are um, really in need of a home. I saw your Facebook post, blah, 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 whatever. The woman sends me her phone number. She sends me more pictures. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, first of all, it's a two-story house. Not cute. But everything else fits whatever. So um, I ended up and it's hard because in the world of covid like you can't just go and look at a place and whatever and so i ended up sending setting up a day with her where i went to her house while she was still you know living in it and she was like you know for a random reasons the universe pulled me to somewhere that's like a couple hours north and now i have to leave and i told my landlord because i'm breaking this lease that i would help him try to find a person and so i came over here we did, you know, the best that we could do with the fact that, like, you know, her her family kind of stayed in the corner, and then we both, we all wore our masks, and I walked around and see the house, saw the house, and saw everything, and whatever, and I was like, this is great, like, it's, it, it, what's really cool about it, and I mean, you'll see this in the video if you watch it, but the bottom level has a living room, a dining room, kitchen, a bedroom, and a bathroom. The second floor has a living room, three bedrooms and then a bathroom and then a master bathroom and it was just like that's exactly like it's kind of like what we have now except turned on its side uh like there's a living room like kind of how the the daycare was separated sideways of like oh you could walk into essentially my mom's room and then that would start the journey into our like our house house and now here it's like you go upstairs and now you're in our house you know the only difference is that we don't have two kitchens and that I'm not necessarily living by myself anymore. And I mean, mind you, we were only a hallway away, but otherwise like you had to walk through this hallway and go to the living room and then go into my room. So it's not like I was, you know, and I'm not, I don't, you know, my mom's room and I, I think maybe my mom's bedroom and my bathroom, cause I'm in the master bedroom, touch the wall. But otherwise I'm not like next door to my mom in my room, but it's definitely different. Like I'm not as independent anymore because I have a kitchen to go to that my mom and I share and that like it's both of us there and both of our groceries there and like we both upkeep it and stuff. And so that'll be a little bit different. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, this is great. She talked highly about her landlord, whatever, said she would get us in touch. And I swear to God, this whole process happened over the course of like like it it felt like I'd have to go back and look at the text messages but it felt like a week it was like I saw the place she emailed him he emailed us the app like she emailed him my contact information he emailed us our the application we submitted it the same day because I was like we can't we, we cannot afford to to miss out on this you know and so then I think it was a week later he told us we got it which also 
the thing about my mom and mom if you're listening like sorry this is just the case my mom is a huge pessimist and she's definitely it's like okay it's kind of hard because she's sometimes like she's always been the type of like when things are going to shit in our life she goes things are going to be okay like things will turn around but when there's opportunity for her to actually be positive she is the biggest pessimist i've met and when it came to like i mentioned our credit's not great and um just we've been burned before and that's where it comes from she's she's been screwed over she's been burned and so when she sees things that are potentially good she as a defense mechanism um here i am just psychoanalyzing my mom um but as a defense mechanism goes automatically to the worst possible thing that could happen and the most negative thing that can happen and um and the thing is is she's never right about her pessimism but it's kind of frustrating to be around because I thought we weren't going to get this house I had faith and then she started going well we're not going to get the house so we need to look for another place like whatever and there's a difference between keeping your options open and being extremely negative and it was extremely negative I'm gonna be totally frank about it and so when I got the call saying that we got it my mom was literally in shock and then also until we signed the lease she said it wasn't going to happen and then we sign a contract and this woman has the audacity to go well we aren't going to be moving in like we didn't get the house and I was like what mm, we just signed a legally binding contract for two years so what and then like until we had the keys on our hands she doubted it every step of the way which once again it's because she had been burned before and I completely understand that and you don't want to get your hopes up for something that looks good but otherwise she's an optimist but she's definitely a pessimist when she should be an optimist and it's just is yes is very she she's on the extreme end of the scale on the extreme opposite end of the scale from what her emotion like should be it's like oh i should have hope right now so that i'm gonna have zero hope and i should have no hope right now so in that case i'm gonna have all the hope in the world and i'm gonna be calm so it's just very my mother is an enigma uh but yeah so we got the signed the lease and then then we got the keys last thursday and then on friday i came over here because i was gonna be moving boxes all day and uh we were told that the house was cleaned by professional cleaners or going to be and all that stuff and uh i spent the entire day cleaning this house and cleaning marks off the walls and vacuuming and then we had a carpet cleaner come over because this house was disgusting and i actually see like a nasty mark on my wall that i'm staring at that i haven't noticed until literally just recording this podcast so that is the first thing i want to clean off the wall and this was the mom's room too so i don't know what the fuck that could be um she also has like candle wax on the floor which is fantastic but yeah so i was supposed to be moving boxes that day didn't get to do that because i was cleaning all damn day and then saturday this is where the friends thing come in i have some friends from my theater who i think i've been mentioning this how i've been working on a house with a friend during quarantine essentially so anyway since we've all kind of essentially been like quarantining together besides with our families um because it's like we either go to that house or we stay home there's no in between so um they all offered to help me move and like I have money to pay them but I had like I gave them gas money and and paid for lunch and stuff but uh and one of my old professors was there too and we got essentially our entire house moved in like mm, three hours not even like 
yeah, like three hours. And they helped, you know, move the couch upstairs because the couch because the couch had to be upstairs. They helped me put my bed together, my desk together, my mom's bed together, move our rocking chairs, like our table, everything, because everything was going up here. And then the only stuff that's left of the house right now is the daycare side because my mom is currently working right now. And then starting on Thursday, one of our old daycare parents, um, when I say old, like his son just started school so that's the only reason why he's not there but otherwise he was with us literally like two weeks ago so anyway um one of our daycare parents has a truck and so he's gonna help us move the daycare side of things on thursday because my mom took thursday and friday off in order to help move or in order to be able to move and then on saturday and sunday we'll just be finishing everything up and um yeah everything will be good and gucci and fun and stuff um also i'm noticing so many bruises that i have on my legs sitting here and i don't know where they all came from but anyway so um yeah that so uh, there's nothing for my entire side of the house is empty aside for some cleaning supplies that I we don't even need to use but I left them just in case we had them because we already my mom already cleaned um you know whatnot and so there's no reason that any of that stuff really needs to be there right now, but I just left it there just in case because I'd be pissed to have to drive back to this new place, which is only 10 minutes away from our house, but still it's a 20-minute round trip um, It you know, with no traffic uh, when I could just leave it there and wait to the last day to bring it all back. And then there's not a lot of stuff on the daycare side. It's just, like, the baby beds, which are, like, pack and play, so they're super easy to pack up. And otherwise, like, things from her kitchen are already here. Um, she has just enough food for, like, the next couple of days, like, so that way a lot of stuff can be already moved and um yeah so like I said today's Tuesday I've just been doing some things like unpacking more boxes and so all the boxes yeah because the only boxes I have in here are empty so all the stuff for my room is here I moved in like I'm completely moved in my bed is made my clothes are in the closet there's nothing on the floor anymore this morning that's what I was essentially working on is putting up these wall guards I had to change one of the door handles um what else was I doing um I wrote some letters to our new neighbors because we obviously can't go meet them so after I'm done recording this I'm gonna go drop them on their doorsteps um unpacking the rest of the boxes that were here and um and yeah and so just like little things tomorrow I'm probably going to be working on the backyard a little bit more and then Thursday is like go time for like the next four days which will be wild and just getting everything out of the old place and um you know we could sit like we don't need to worry about hanging up our pictures in our like living room right now it needs to be just essentially getting the daycare ready to open on Monday because my mom can't really take days off the fact that she was able to get thursday and friday off were honestly a big ask and a big miracle that she got them so that was really um good that that happened but uh yeah so that is the moving journey i guess there's there's not i don't really know i mean that's that's the end of uh, not the end of the story because we'll be moving in this weekend so maybe when i record an episode next weekend or next week or whatever I'll update y'all on the podcast of like how that how this upcoming weekend goes or how it went um but yeah otherwise like my room is massive it's so crazy I have carpets we have carpets in the whole house except in the hallway and the kitchen downstairs is like wood floor but otherwise everywhere is carpets stairs not fun I do not recommend having a house with stairs I'm definitely hopefully never going to live in a house with stairs again 
because this sucks, especially for somebody who does not have knees. Um, but it's crazy to like have carpet. It is very difficult to roll my desk chair, so I need to get one of those little mat things because this sucks hot ass. Um, but yeah, like not having wood floors is kind of nice. Also for like sound too. I have a huge window in my room uh, and it brings in so much natural light. So it's literally like always beautifully lit in here. I've got a, oh no, the ceiling fan's off. Yeah, but I've got a ceiling fan. I've got a master bathroom and my mom gave me so generously the master bedroom just because her excuse is always that I have more shit, which is true. I have more things than she does, but the two other rooms are both hers. So she's got her bedroom and then her office and it's still more space than it's probably equates to the amount of space that my bedroom is except it's kind of like my bedroom and office are all in one room hers are just in two different rooms but now she gets to make it even bigger with her office having like we'll have to get like a craft table or something for her because she's got her sewing machine now she does a lot of knitting and I'm just excited to see what that room turns into into being like an actual office and like a crafting room a creating room type of thing and then how her room is like an actual room right now because it's kind of been like a hallway honestly for like the last 10 years because her room was the in-between for her house and my house or my side of the house and so from the like the playroom and stuff you'd have to walk through her room to get to her closet to then come to my side so she always had to keep a path clear and it was just like her bed and then her desk and it was super cramped and there was enough space to walk and that was about it and now she doesn't have that which is really nice that she's just got like her own bedroom and then this office which I think is gonna be a lot of fun um two closets we've got a lot of storage space here the kitchen is big um the playroom is bigger than our old playroom was so that'll be fun for the kids the backyard is a oh god there's literally so much shit that needs to be done on it and oh yeah I forgot to literally mention so much except kind of at the beginning you know the whole fires happening in california it literally is like overcast every day you can smell it in the air conditioner it it is so bad and luckily the day that we moved was probably the best day it's been since the fires started which like blessing in disguise like or in disguise <laughs> you know what i mean but uh oh i'm so sorry hold on uh, yawn, stretch, uh, but um yeah it was also like the coolest day because it was supposed to be 110 originally and it was only 100 degrees which it didn't even get up to that high while we were moving it got hotter later in the day but once we were done like actually moving everything it was like maybe 95 or so so super nice the air was better but that was another thing reason why we were like moving so fast is like let's get out of this horrible air because we should not be outside and obviously we were wearing our masks and stuff but still not a good time so um yeah that was just like <laughs> we've got a pandemic we've got to just move really fast we've got a daycare going on and then also we've got fires you know just all the things not recommended for moving happened which was just a good 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 time um, but definitely grateful that we have this place, that we found this place, that we have a landlord who's a human, who's really chill, um, who's really hands-off, which is exactly what we like, because my mom and I are both very hands-on, and, like, you know, we don't need to call you for a light, uh, bulb replacement, because we can do that. Oh, the toilet's not working? Okay, I'll fix it, it's fine, I don't want you coming to my house. <laughs> like, stay away. So, um, yeah, uh, I I'm interested to see how I'm gonna be able to, like, 
actually decorate my room. This is the biggest room I've ever had. This literally this is the size of like it's it's almost the size of the living room. Like it is it is just this is the size of the living room at my old house. It's massive, it's huge. Um and I'm just really really stoked to see what I can do with it. I've got like my uh underneath the window I've got my yoga mats. I'm like turning and pointing as if you can see this. That's not how podcasts work. Um but I've got um my yoga mats like laid out underneath they've got their spot but even still it's carpet so it's like gonna be so much nicer to just like lay out and stretch on if I need to and I don't want to move my yoga mat but then still I've got like everything laid out and I don't have my tv here on Saturday I'll be setting up internet because a router or a modem's coming in the mail I was on the phone yesterday on the computer with like support chat with Comcast for like two hours we had to sign up for a new Comcast thing or Xfinity it was just like boo I hate it I kind of want to make a video, like, this is a little bit off topic, not really, but something I've been thinking about a lot, and I have a lot of ideas for, but I just need to figure out how to frame them, is I, I always like my videos to be, obviously, like, I like to say, educated, educating, educate, educate, educating, to be educative, what the fuck? What? Why can I not think of the... <laughs> what? Why can I not think of the word... Educative? That's not a word. I think that is. Oh my god, I'm tripping out right now. I am tripping out. Anyway, I always like my videos to be something where people can learn something, they can enjoy their time, or they can be entertained. And in that whole, like, learning sphere, I... I like making videos like, for instance, my DCP videos or my apartment tour or my, you know, UCI apartment tour or my UCI tour, um, the Claire Trevor School of the Arts campus um, tour. I like making videos where it's like, hey, I'm your internet big sister. I'm your internet, you know, older next door neighbor. I'm your internet friend that has learned some, some things and I want to share them with you because I wasn't taught them and I just kind of figured them out and it's kind of similar how um they're I forget what his name is but there's this YouTube channel he just hit like a million subscribers he like took off but it's this guy who's a dad who started making videos of like um being a dad teaching people how to do things because he didn't have a dad growing up it's very sweet very heartwarming and also very educational and that's something that I've always sought for in my videos too of like like I I, a video I have planned which I need to it'll be I don't know if I don't know if I'll be able to do it again but like sharing my experiences of applying for the Disney college program and I want to be able to like share that because it's hard to find information on it or like hey are you also a first generation college student are you also a first generation American and you don't have anybody who has experience with applying for college well, let me tell you what my experience was. And yours might not be the same, but at least you have a little bit of a heads up of what to look for. Or like um, a video I recorded and I just never edited and posted was like how to fix a glass crack in your screen of your, um, of your not your screen, of your windshield of your car for like 15 bucks. And like, hi, I'm this young girl who did it. You know what I mean? And so just being like, hopefully being that resource for people because uh, I just want to help people, you know, but also just saying, like, I also come from, a, like, a family where it's just me and my mom. I don't, like, I technically have relatives, but they're not my family, and for the most part, there's a handful of them who are good, but literally, when I say a handful, it's like a, like a Mickey Mouse hand, like, there's, like, four people, <laughs> um, but 
being that resource for people and being somebody that people can turn to kind of like I like to say like your internet big sister or like your internet friend like your internet sister whatever of helping you out um or like uh, Evelyn of the internet likes to say your internet cousin like hey I'm your internet cousin too uh <laughs> we're all in the same internet family but um so I want to do where was I going with that tangent I, I was going with that tangent something about the whole moving process and I don't remember why sugar it had something to do with moving and like the process of moving but I don't remember what it was Dagnabbit. But whatever that tangent was, because I know this happens sometimes when I'm listening to a podcast and the person can't remember why they went on that tangent or they can't remember what they were talking about. So you remember it. I don't right now, but that's okay. But I'm just saying, connect that thing that I was talking about to the fact that I want to make videos being like your internet big cousin type of thing. So um, I like sharing things like this because maybe it could provide some insight to somebody else on a situation and like, especially with all this like... um, home decor things that I want to do because now I have this space to do it in like sharing that if I can or like home improvement things too of like hey like get get yourself some wall guards you know or how to patch a hole in a wall it's literally it took me not even five minutes it's so easy and then and then things on top of it like hey so you patch that hole sand over it or like use texture to make it not show up or like you know whatever things that people might not know that I've learned through Growing up with a single mother who is a very, you know, it's a handyman type of person and I grew up to be the same way and I know my way around a power drill and a hammer, you know what I mean, in a hardware store. So I want to be able to share that with people who might not feel like they would expect themselves to be capable of things like that. So yeah, that was a weird tangent for whatever I was talking about, but I hope you enjoy the connection because I am not currently enjoying the connection because I don't know what it was. But with all that being said, I've been running my mouth for a fucking hour that does not feel real um I think it is time for me to go because I haven't eaten today and also I have these notes that I made for my neighbors that just like has our phone number in it and my email and it's just saying and it's a picture of my mom and I and just saying hey like we're your neighbors this is how you say our names this is where we live um so if you see new people who we do not look anything like the people who lived here and there's also going to be more people here because of a daycare uh, heads up it's us um, so don't be alarmed. Nobody's breaking into your old neighbor's house. She doesn't live here anymore, and it's us. It's our house now. So I have to go drop those off, then I'll go get some food, probably. Ooh, I'm going to get Pan Express. Oh, yes. Um, but anyway, before I go, I would like to take a brief moment to not, to not, um, I was going to say, talk about the sponsor, but I want to talk about the Instagram. What? Why did I just say Instagram? That's very old. Um, but to talk about the spotlight of today's episode. Oh, no, 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 don't play that. Damn it. I wanted to pull up what her handle was because I'm unprepared. Sorry. Um, but today's spotlight for this episode is the Brie Creative Studio. I wasn't sure how I should phrase that, but Brie Creative Studio is definitely the correct one. So, um, a creator online who is also a personal friend of mine her name is Brie she created this creative studio I'm literally so good right um but what she has done is she has this online store she's got an Instagram uh shop and an Instagram uh page and it's B-R-I underscore creative and she just sells literally freaking 
everything. She's got custom, mainly I would say she is a custom gift shop. So something that I just ordered from her, which I'm really excited to get in the mail, is these custom um, mask holders. She also makes cake toppers. She's got like a t-shirt and like sweater and apparel like shop, um, like different collections there. She makes greeting cards. She makes um, like signs, like there's this one on her page. It's like, welcome to our home, super cute. She's got, uh, yeah, just like a whole Etsy store of like, so much cool shit. First of all, Brie, super talented, super kind, motivated, like a strong, badass woman. So if you're looking to support somebody, like boom, now you've got Brie. Secondly, like support small businesses, support Black-owned businesses, and if you are looking to get yourself some custom gifts, Brie Creative Studio or Brie's, I'm not sure if she would rather it be called Brie's Creative Studio, but her website is Brie creative studio b-r-i-c-r-e-a-t-i-v-e studio.com check her out on the interwebs go check out her etsy um check out her instagram where you can also view her shop on there and go get yourself some cool things and support a local artist please because she's fantastic so yeah that's the spotlight for today please go follow her please go check her page out and if you get anything from Pre-Creative Studio, please tell her I sent you because I would love to let her know that she's getting support from over here on the podcast fam. So yeah, that's our um, spotlight for today. Of course, the, I'm going to point the spotlight on myself for a second. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Annalise.jpg. Annalise Veldman everywhere else. We've also got a podcast in Twitter for the pod. It is Waterfall Pod. That's it at waterfall pod and every time i um, post an episode now i started doing this a couple episodes ago i post a picture to the waterfall pod instagram i do not post to twitter as much because frankly i just forget because every time i go on twitter i get sucked into the freaking shithole that is twitter and um it it, all the negativity and all the things of the the freaking uh trending tab and it's just bad news so i never posted the twitter i need to get on that but i posted the instagram every time i post an episode and then i also have been sharing the page that i did the um, spotlight for and the spotlight for those of you who don't know it's not just an instagram spotlight but i often tag the instagrams just because the fact that i feel like right now in the 21st century in this era um Instagram is like your personal website and then you can link to a website like everybody's got Instagram and it's easy to tag an Instagram to send an Instagram account and then link to a website but it's like kind of a lot of people's landing page for their home on the internet so that's why I like to shout out their Instagram because you can find a lot of information about the person including where else they would like you to go like an Etsy shop like a website or their shop on Instagram itself or seeing their photos or their artwork or whatever it may be. So this is not just an Instagram spotlight, but Instagram is heavily focused on this. So yeah, check out, of course, um, Brie underscore creative and um, check out the Waterfall Pod. You'll see Brie tagged on there. So that way it's an easy connection. Maybe you forget how it's spelled. As long as you follow the Waterfall Pod, then you will be able to get to anything that you need to get to, which is fantastic. Um, Anything that I share. So yeah, go check her out. Um, I think that's it for me. Subscribe to the podcast. Please review the podcast if you enjoy it. 
um, and leave a review because right now, thank you for everybody who's um, left a five-star review so far. That's very kind of you. But right now, I don't have any words from people and I would love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast. So, and if there's anything that you want to see or change or any feedback that you have for the podcast or just anything that you'd like to share. So go leave a review if you can, subscribe, share the podcast if you'd like it. And, uh, oh yeah, subscribe to my channel on YouTube, obviously. Otherwise, that is it for me, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thanks for listening. I hope you're doing well. Stay beautiful. Have a marvelous day. And I'll chat with y'all in the next one. Bye.